Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, Middle Tennessee State comes calling this weekend from Conference USA. They are 2-1. and one. Uh, They run the air raid offense, and they've got a very aggressive defense. They like to sack the quarterback and take the ball away. And uh, they like to block a lot of kicks under Coach Stockstill. They've blocked 49 kicks. So uh, Miami's going to have to be prepared on the special teams better than they were a week ago in terms of some of the decision-making. Last season, uh, Middle Tennessee had six defensive touchdowns. So uh, Tyler Van Dyke will have to take care of the football. Now, obviously, a lot revolving around this Miami-Texas A&M game, around the Miami passing attack and the struggles of the wide receivers. Uh, the latest, of course, being that the uh, rumor of Jacoby George uh, out with a uh, hand injury. So that further dents the Miami receiving core. They're going to have to get something out of Frank Latson, who transferred in from Columbus. Now, all, all I know is this. When Frank Latson signed with Columbus, everybody told me how Miami missed on him. Frank Latson is going to have a chance uh, to be a significant contributor when he – uh, left South Dade for Clemson. He was rated as the 23rd best player in the nation. At Clemson, he had eight starts in 30 games. So he certainly will have a chance here, along with uh, Colby Young. And, of course, the top three now would be uh, Keyshawn Smith, Brashard Smith, and Michael Redding. And those three guys have to fight for the football a little bit more. Meanwhile, Josh Gaddis, during his press conference, pretty much peppered with questions about the passing game. Well, you know, the first thing I kind of, you know, emphasize to the guys is, you know, the the mistakes that we made that were critically uh, important to the success of the game. You know, we just kind of left a lot of plays out there. I mean, when you look at it, obviously being able to drive up and down the field versus a really good team but not finish with touchdowns, I think it's a major deal. And when you talk about, you know, obviously red zone and scoring touchdowns, right, you have to eliminate the mistakes and penalties that happen uh, in the red zone and and a combination of, you know, whether it was penalties and and mistakes or, or MAs, you know, those things can't happen in clutch situations and so um, we've got to continue to emphasize the base fundamentals of we've got to be better fundamentally as an offense you know and that's just doing the little things right um, at times we're out there just executing plays without executing the fundamentals of the plays and, and, and those things show up and they you know they catch up to you when they catch up to you. Josh, what are the plays you would say that kind of stands out that close to the goal line that ran on third and six and then open up the duel can you kind of walk through the thought process on, on that side of downside? 
Yeah, that that, uh, that drive right there, they came out in a three-down defense, so they were obviously uh, only had three-down linemen and, and eight guys in the coverage. So um, we were running the ball great all night, and uh, obviously, um, you know, the first play that we had there uh, had an opportunity to kind of crease it for about a 10-yard run. We missed the block. We kind of fell over, uh, and the ball ended up uh, bouncing there. But obviously, you know, we felt we had the numbers uh, advantage in the run game. You know, when obviously three-down linemen, you know, they were in a drop-eight coverage, uh, and, and then at third down, third and six, right? Third down isn't necessarily always third down because you know our, our, our thought process always if you've seen us play uh, throughout the season is anytime we can be in a fourth and two or less scenario we're in a go for it scenario so that third down call is somewhat of a two down call uh, in our ability um, you know to, to get a crease increase a run in a three down defense and you know we had an MA on our backside receiver didn't push crack to go get the safety um, the safety fell in the hole but also we've got to be able to stay on our feet you know one of the things that happened on that play a lot of times on Saturday is you know we were falling down before contact even happened and uh, you know for us, we got to have a mindset at the running back position. You know, we got to run through arm tackles, we got to run over secondary players, and we got to be physical down in the red zone. Um, it's very hard to throw the ball into eight people into coverage. You know, and when you're getting three down fronts, you've got to be able to take advantage of it in the run game. Is that Franklin a potential option you look at more now in the red zone, being a bigger body guy? Well, I think that's you know I think that's um, done a really good job for us, and I you know I, you know obviously um, I think very highly of that you know, and obviously our coaches you know make those decisions throughout the week. Um, based on practice preparation, game performance, and all that deal. But we just need everyone to improve. You know, I think that does bring us a valuable option. Um, but, you know, we need the guys, whoever it is on the field, you know, whether it's Thad or whether it's Jalen, we need Henry. You know, guys to run hard, be physical backs, be downhill. And those guys did, let me say that. Um, they played hard. You know, they played very, very hard. Uh, but there are some runs where we wish we, you know, could stay up, you know, keep our feet. Uh, and, you know, I know every guy in that room is, you know, it's equally talented to, uh, to you know, chewing at the bit right now to kind of, you know, make their role, you know, be more significant. What were your uh, biggest takeaways from the receivers? We were just talking with Mario about, you know, six, seven drops in the game. Yeah, you know, we had about six, seven drops total. You know, that was count, obviously, receivers, uh, running backs, all that whole deal. But, um, you know, was not pleased. Was not pleased. Got to be better. We obviously got some deficiencies there, you know, from a depth standpoint, some challenges we're facing. Um, but we got to be better. We got to be better, you know, consistently. And that's, you know, across the board. Um, that's, you know, ball placement. That's quarterbacks. That's running backs. That's tight ends. Um, that's receivers. Too many balls were on the ground. Um, too many open uh, opportunities. And then there were some things from a technique and technique and detail standpoint that we just didn't do right from our passing game. You know, whether it was the, the depth of the route. You know, we had a couple third down uh, missed throws where the receiver ran too deep of a route. Uh, and if we would have just ran it right at the precision that it's supposed to be, it would have been an easy completion for first down. And so um, we got to get better. Obviously, when you lose some one as important as Restrepo, um, you know, he's our leader, captain, all that whole deal. Um, there's a significant difference uh, in that room right now. We've got to overcome it. There are no excuses. Um, there's challenges, and we've got to overcome it with opportunities for everyone. I think sometimes when, when plays are, are missed in the passing game, it can be hard uh, for people to tell, is that on the quarterback or is that on the receiver? So how did you feel about Tyler's performance overall? Yeah, uh, you know that, that's a uh, that's a very valid uh, point there, and you know, oftentimes it looks as, as you know quarterbacks take a lot of blame. But Tyler, um, you know Tyler played good. Tyler obviously wants to continue to try to play better, you know. And I and I think the the, the area where you, you know you can always assess yourself as a quarterback is how is your ball placement on every route, you know? Um, where's the ball hitting the receiver? Is it giving them an opportunity to get yards after catch or yards after contact? Uh, are you precise in your reads and, and everything? And so you know there's some plays in there. Obviously, uh, 
you know, Tyler wants back, but then he did a really good job. You know, O-line did a good job keeping them clean. Running backs did a good job uh, in the pass protection piece. We just got to get more. We got to get more out of our passing game. You know, I thought uh, we moved the ball extremely well uh, in the run game, um, and we're going to need some guys to step up. You know, um, we have a very uh, inexperienced group, you know, outside of our tight ends as far as Will Mallory. Um, when you look at you know, the production there, the receiver, you know, in tight end position. And so we need some guys that grow up fast and, and fill some big shoots. Hey, Romello Brinson, Brashard Smith, your time. Michael Redding, your chance. Keyshawn Smith, Keyshawn has 41 career catches, so he's averaging almost 14 yards a catch in his career. Uh, Will Mowry, uh, maybe a bigger role, I don't know. Uh, Got a couple of guys that haven't played a whole lot that are young, new to the program. Jaleel Skinner, a tight end, really good athlete. Colby Young, uh, new to the program, but in uh, junior college, had nine touchdowns. So all hands on deck for the passing game. The run game, they're going up against a team, Middle Tennessee, that in, it, in its first game allowed 261 yards on the ground against Jay Madison, James Madison. But since then, 10 to Colorado State, 61 to Tennessee State. So after three games, they're averaging uh, just 104 yards a game allowed on the ground. Miami has run the football for over 200 yards a game on the ground. That's the good news. Middle Tennessee, as I mentioned, air raid offense. So for the University of Miami uh, defense in this one, it's more about containing the quarterback, and I think it's going to be more about pass defense. I don't think this is an overwhelming running attack. They're, they're averaging just 116 yards a game on the ground, 195 through the air. But I, I do think that they played well against Texas A&M for the most part. Uh, I think they went eyeball to eyeball with them uh, in that game. The physicality was good on the defense. We saw a little more of Caleb Johnson in the secondary. I thought it played pretty well. So for more on the Miami defense and their progress, here's what defensive coordinator Kevin Steele had to say. It's not so much adjustment-wise. We've not had anything in the first three games, in the first three drives, uh, really, that we hadn't prepared for. Now, Southern Miss was a little bit different because they had been so much wildcat almost exclusively, and they came out in 11 with a quarterback. But we had prepared for that, so it's not like we're seeing things. We had. I think the thing is just getting everybody settled down and just the routine and the confidence that they know their job, they understand their job, settle down and just play the next play. Uh, once we get through that, uh, it, it, you can tell it on the sideline. So it's not, it's not anything that's catastrophic. It's not in, incurable. Uh, it's just we just got to work to it. Well, your biggest takeaways from the defensive secondary? It seemed like DJ Ivy had a great game, and James is doing James Williams things. Right. Well, Coach Adai has really put an emphasis and done a really good job of we're, we're a press team. We press a lot in, in coverage, and that's key because your feet have got to be, you know, you got to move your feet correctly, and then you got to you got to have off-hand jam. You got to you got to get your hands on them, and so we've really made a lot of progress there. Uh, we were very tight in our coverage, uh, and, and which is good, and we were tight in our coverage without being too handsy. Because if you get tight in your coverage and you start grabbing things, then you're gonna have a problem. And so we 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 really put a point an emphasis on that. They've done a good job, and I think it showed up in the game. Coach, I know they, they've been rotating for each other mostly this year, but Corey Flagg and uh, Caleb Johnson, do they have the skill set to play with each other, do you, do you feel like? Yeah, they could. The problem is they play the same position. So they're both max, and, and that's, you know, 
you got when you build a house, you got plumbers, you got painters, you got drywallers, and you know you don't want your drywaller doing plumbing. So, positions are that different, though. Uh, yes, yes, they are. That'd be like tailback and quarterback. They're both backs. No, they're really not. Good three games. Where do you think on the defense needs to see the most improvement going forward? Everything. Everything. We, we, we will never come in. Never come in. And, and our guys have bought into that. They understand that. They understand that the, the things that, hey, this is what we did well. This is what we're doing well. This is what we've consistently done well. This is, this is what we have to improve. These are the new things we have to improve. And, and they need us for the things they have to improve. And, and so uh, it, it, it's just constant improvement, constant. It's, it, we're, you never arrive. It, that's something I learned a long time ago. Maybe when I first got into coaching, I thought, oh, yeah, you win the national championship and everything's perfect. But we watched that game and realized we won the national championship. And, you know, we still had mental errors. We still had guys out of position. It, it, it never – because no play's ever the same. They can line up the same formation, run the same route. But the guy's a little bit wider, or a little bit tighter, or the tackle set's a little bit deeper. It, it's always – there's always something to improve. And it's a mindset that you understand that, you embrace that. Uh, so we've got things I and mean, we have to get better at tackling. We, we, we're tackling pretty well, but not good enough. And um, so we're, you know, we've got to get better at, at the coverage things we talked about and keep improving those. We've got to, we've got to up front, make sure that we're low, pad levers, using hands, striking, staying in our gap. It just never changes. I wish it went away, and I wish one day I could come in here and stand here and say, you know what, we played a perfect game, but I don't think that's going to happen. How would you evaluate Leonard Taylor's performance on Saturday? Well, Leonard keeps growing. He, you know, he's he's a young guy. Um, it's a little different schematically, um, and where the D line was nothing wrong. There's different. You know, Baskin Robbins made a lot of money selling different flavors, so you, you don't have to have one flavor. I'm not anybody being negative about anything, but they were more a penetrate and attack front, where we're more play blocks. And so that's, you know, when you're young, that's a, a process. Uh, and so he's, he's making a lot of improvement on it. He makes a lot of big plays, but he'll be the first to tell you, you know, he's because he's, he's got an unbelievable ability, you know. Sometimes Leonard makes some of those plays, and I'd say this if he was in here, it's like no, no, yes, yes, you know, uh, uh, because he's just so talented. But when he's, he's improving each week, and you can see it. All right, that's Hurricanes defensive coordinator Kevin Steele. Last comment on Leonard Taylor. Three of Leonard Taylor's five tackles have gone for a loss this season. Hurricanes probably, as uh, Coach Steele said, not quite penetrating as much as a year ago or two years ago. Maybe uh, a little less of uh, stopping the run with something to do on the way the quarterback. Probably playing the run a little bit tighter. And that has resulted in Miami holding their opponents to under 120 yards a game on the ground. So um, I would take that back. They're they're holding them to 83 yards a game on the ground. 83.7 so far on the ground. If that trend continues throughout the year, I would suspect that Miami would have a very nice defensive season. So far, 20 tackles for losses with eight sacks. Middle Tennessee comes into this game, a team that gets rid of the ball in a hurry. Quick, short passing game, air raid offense. As we mentioned with Coach Cristobal, tackling in the open field will be a big uh, big element of this game. Okay, in the next hour, Don Bailey Jr. rejoins us. We'll also hear from Cam Kitchens and Jared Harrison Hunt as we continue on the Hurricane Hotline after this. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.